0: week on Inside Motorsport we speak to an interesting driver, Andrew Fisher. I hope you stay with us.
1: How does a young fella from Duffy that looks like he's going to have an AFL career end up racing Utes? Yeah, look, good question. Uh, look, the AFL was our family passion. Uh, I didn't grow up loving motor cars or racing, and um, you know but I got to sort of 19 years of age. Um, you know, played first grade and done sort of all that sort of stuff, and um, realised that you got paid 50 bucks a game uh, back then. Um, yeah, I got a bit of a sniff where I could have gone on and uh, and had a go at um, one of the AFL teams. Sydney just started up and. Um, but, you know, sort of, I guess I, I had to make a decision, you know, in terms of life. My brother had already been there down to North Melbourne and sort of come back, you know, with an injury. And so um, it was really just a case of, I guess, um, taking a career decision over a uh, over a love of my sport, um, you know, sort of situation. And um, you know, I didn't take up car racing. Actually, I had my first car race until I was 33. Um, so a uh, late starter. Um, but, you know, um, it's a fantastic sport. Um, it's a really mental sport in terms of not being mental. Some of them are mental. Um, but, um, you know, uh, it's... Um, it's you know about using your intelligence and being able to really think through what's happening in the car and and i love the analytical side of racing um so um yeah fantastic obviously uh, when you decide the afl dream isn't a path to take
0: racing doesn't start till 33 you you obviously have to earn a living and you went out in the business world.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I've had um, been very fortunate. Um, had some great opportunities. Um, so I've uh, you know basically uh, had a very uh, you know great career in terms of business. And um, yeah, we own our own businesses now, um, which are, are, yeah quite successful. Um, you know, I, I don't work in them anymore. Um, sort of they they work under management and. Um, yeah, so um, so they're not sort of on the, uh, the high plane of success, they're in what I call maintenance mode, but it allows me to do what I do now, which is um, you know, part of the Jesus Racing Team is I go around and speak in high schools and detention centers and jails and, and that sort of stuff. And so you know, each year after Bathurst for instance, I'll go and speak at the Bathurst Jail to a couple of hundred blokes and then you know, go and see, speak to some schools and, and do dinners and that sort of stuff. Um, you know, each year we have a big uh, men's uh, dinner for the Jesus Racing Team you know, at Sydney Motorsport Park or something like that. So it just allows me, you know, our success we've had in business Business has allowed me now to um, volunteer my time. I don't get paid to do uh, the racing. I put all the, everything we get we put back into the team, and uh, yeah, and that allows us to then develop the the brand more and sort of obviously now racing in the Touring Car Masters and the uh, and the V8 Utes um, is part of that. How
0: did you firstly come to the idea of the Jesus Racing Team?
1: Yeah, look, um, you know, uh, I was always a robust uh, person when I was growing up, and you know, I guess I've always been part of a Christian family. But um, um, you know, I was probably the kind of guy that you know, well, I didn't really hang out with the Christian kids at school. Um, what I did is, if someone picked them, I'd go and punch them up. You know, like so, uh, probably not a great witness, you know, back in the day. But um, you know, it was um, so I never had a fear of of standing up um, for what I believed in, um, and so I guess it was just this notion where I felt that you know, the the, the world's changing, and, and sort of Christians are sort of, I guess, being identified as being wimps or, or you know, sort of freaks or whatever the case is. And, uh, yeah it's a lot of it through the media uh, and that sort of stuff. And so I thought, well, you know, why don't we challenge that paradigm and uh, and put Jesus on our race car? And um, I never thought it would be as big as what it was. I never actually planned to put the big Jesus on it either, for that matter. It was going to be a little Jesus. And my wife sort of, you know, said to me, well, if we're going to do it, why don't, why don't we do it big? And um, so we sat down and we looked at it. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, it was a big decision because we walked away from, you know, some commercial sponsorship and and that sort of stuff at the time, and um, you know, uh, cost us personally a lot of money. Um, but yeah, look, the the uh, the reaction's been remarkable, and you know, uh, uh, you know, the crowd just um, you know really uh, loves what we do and, and appreciates uh, the efforts that we make, and and obviously running at the front in uh, in the championships um, that we run in obviously helps uh, that that credibility, yeah, because all of a sudden you can't sort of say yeah the Christians are, are useless or wimps or uh, you know scared and that sort of stuff, and um, yeah, so uh, um, yeah, so it's been a great, great sort of uh, situation to be able to, uh, to do that. You talk about the work you do off the track, but on the track is where you got the credibility
0: and I, I guess you had a few well-known Christian organisations that did want to help you support that racing and support that identity of, uh, you know, rebranding a Christian as just being a knockabout bloke, yeah. not just someone who's uh, kneeling in a, in a pew every yeah. Sunday.
1: Yeah, look, great point, and uh, yeah, yeah, we've had great support from the Bible Society, which is kind of unusual. I mean, you you couldn't think of a more conservative organisation than the Bible Society. They're actually Australia's oldest incorporated um, organisation. You know, yeah, uh, you know, about to celebrate 200 years uh, of of being in uh, in, in incorporation, and um, yeah, you know, and uh, but you know, they understood what we were about. You know, and and we're not about trying to tell people. You know, they you know trying to force Christianity on people, whatever the case is. We're just there to challenge them and make them stop and think about. You know, what? Okay, um, how do I actually deal with this notion of Christianity because it's not what I thought it's not what I expected he's not the guy that I thought uh, would represent you know the Christian faith and um, you know I am just a knockabout bloke and uh, you know I'm, I'm you know, very tangible in terms of a person and, and you know I love the fans and enjoy and we embrace them and we embrace the wider community you know it's not we're not here to tell them don't do this don't do that we're there just to say you know what we do things slightly differently obviously we believe in them. there's a God and believe in Jesus and that sort of stuff that goes along with the Christian faith but um, you know we're not there to you know, sort of to impose all of our values and beliefs. We we like to suggest some of them. You know, we think the motorsport community uh, could do with some of them um, at times, and uh, and and I think our influence is really played out in that yeah. I mean I think that we have had a good influence on a lot of uh, the stuff you know even like the Denny Ute Master stuff we do with Denny Utemaster you know who would have thought four years ago when we turned up to the Denny Ute Master that we would be their feature act um, going in you know four years later now we're on their TV advertisement. Um, you know, I do the demonstration, live demonstration before the national circle work. I do the commentary for them, you know they refer to me as Denny's favourite son now, you know, four years later. And and that's because they love the family values that we uh, bring with us, you know, and so um, yeah you know, we're a good Balance to you know, what's known as a you know a piss up um, you know, so so are the other balance you know, they want families to be involved in that um, in that uh, sort of I guess you know event and um, and we represent those families pretty well. How then have you been able to build up the uh, speaking and
0: the the representing of you know uh, Jesus racing and and spreading the message to? schools and and then on to prisons and and men's groups and the like
1: yeah look uh, great question look it's it's about being very deliberate yeah you know? i mean i've taken you know i've really taken what my business skills are and and jesus racing's run as a business it's it's very deliberate in the way we go about it and messaging is very deliberate um you know i i when i just when i started being invited to speak in schools and at dinners and and even in the prisons um you know i, I develop a you know a a, a um, um I guess a communication platform, um, you know, to actually go in and deliver that. So it's very deliberate, like the high schools program we talk about. You know, we don't just talk about Christianity or that sort of stuff. We talk about decision making. So it's about them thinking through the consequences of their decisions, which is what young people need to be hearing. Now their parents are telling them, their principals are telling them, right? But to hear a racing car driver with some street cred come in, um, you know, and and to hear me talk about the fact that you need to think through the consequences of your decisions in areas of smoking and drinking and drugs and sex and and road safety and faith, obviously. As well, spirituality is part of that. But for them to sort of hear that from me, not telling them what they should or shouldn't do, but just presenting them some information around those decisions, um, has been yeah a remarkable success. Yeah, 250,000 high school students we've now spoken to after the, over the last sort of six or seven years. Um, yeah, and and the prisons was a was a real challenge for me because you know like you you you. You, know, the, you you can feel sorry for them or you can feel the futility for them but you know the, at the end of the day you need to actually give them hope in what they're doing and uh you know give them encouragement in terms of what they're doing um you know and the and the opportunity that they have so i talked to them about leaving a legacy and saying you know what when you get out of here you have a choice you can choose your own legacy you don't need to to take on the legacy of somebody else or somebody else is imposing upon you it's one decision one action one day at a time is the message that we give to those guys i guess in some respects your
0: or doing the same or you're tr- encouraging them to do the same as you've done challenge the preconception of what you are in the future
1: absolutely and make some and be deliberate and be intentional like our program is because if they go back to the same culture the same environment that they uh, that they've come from um, if they just go back to that um, and don't change something then they're going to fall back into the same old pattern you know, they need to make a deliberate choice how can they go and find out more yeah look thanks for that and uh, yeah jesusracing.com.au is uh, obviously our website lots of information about what we do lots of videos as well for the people out there that like to see the action uh, from inside the car and obviously we're on facebook um, jesus Racing has its own Facebook page, so people can find us through Facebook, um, all the normal social media stuff these days. Um, yeah, we'd love to uh, have people following us and supporting us and, uh, and engaging in the conversation.
0: That's all we have time for. My thanks to Andrew Fisher there. Until next time around, keep smiling, and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.